this morning i'm just thankful to god that all old things have gone away and everything is new amen jesus has given us the authority and let me give you news he has not yet taken it back hallelujah am i speaking to some people in the house who believe that lord's authority works through our lives 24 by 7 hallelujah amen i'm so thankful and it's like a dream come true for me to be here in the midst of all of you and most important in this church the foundation of which was raised in a miraculous way from a man who came from india ministered throughout the world and this is his church amen. bishop satish amen. come on give a big hand for his life amen amen i'm so thankful to pastor nikki who is not only our pastor but a mentor and a great friend very unassuming man of few words but a powerful anointed man you just walk with him this is the first time in india that i am not there last 12 years every time he came to india i used to take some opportunity even if it was for half an hour one hour to be with him just for one thing that i should get some of the anointing some of what he has got into my life amen so god bless pastor nikki and with that we are thankful for this church which is really a fivefold ministry church i'm greatly honored i understand you walk in your calling and ministries i'm humble that this morning the lord has given me a opportunity to speak to you and it's not going to be any any presentation but it's going to be a participation amen all of us together we are going to participate and draw out of the well of the anointing which is in this place this morning hallelujah come on just open your mouth for a moment and declare glory to god hallelujah shababababababa o rekhe shale baroko raba sandara barabarabaraba father we come to this place this morning knowing that lord only you can fulfill all our desires and bring purposes and plans to fulfillment of oh god and therefore we trust the anointing of the holy spirit which is here this morning we welcome you lord and we thank you lord move in every channel of our life in jesus name amen even before i begin to just speak to to you all in in, in few things few stories i'm so thankful to Uh, pastor satish of course he's gone ahead and mali pastor mali i remember when i was working in the irs i was a very prideful man let me tell you all of those who think we are very proud you are the best candidate to be saved <laughs> i was so proud that time i thought i achieved everything by my wealth by my power in india irs means something okay so when uncle satish and pastor mali they came one day to my house I said I have got just 15 minutes of my time because I need to go to my office. So they now imagine this is Bishop Satish and his wife coming to my house, and I said I've got sent 10-15 minutes which I can give in the morning 8:30 to 8:45 because I need to leave for my office. And let me tell you, the man is so humble. You know it, right? Despite his busy schedule, despite his tiring work, he came at 8:30 to my house. Such an arrogant man I was. that i just said 15 minutes anyway after the 10 15 minutes they prayed and they left so as they were going down the 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 stairs of my house this is what i was told later on auntie mali started crying she was crying at every step uncle satish pastor satish in the front mali auntie then me and my wife we were walking down 
and she was crying she told me later on that she was crying and said lord this guy seems to be intelligent but he is a fool because he doesn't know you <laughs> please save him because otherwise he'll become a mockery for the name of jesus and she cried she didn't tell anyone and let me tell you within that same year first my wife can priti you stand up my beautiful wife priti come on give a big hand the story the story will be incomplete if i do not mention her name because she is the one who who was first saved and she got saved because of me i was such a such a gone case in my life though i outside i was a i was a blue eyed boy for the department i had a fantastic work ethics and uh, my my achievements were great but inside i was a dead man not knowing jesus you know all of us are dead i had messed up all my relationships i had messed up all my finances i had messed up all my body and i was a dead man walking inside and priti was trying to get me back to life but it was not happening by the time we were already married 10 years two children and i was completely like a vagabond living in a very different lifestyle somebody told her that you join and come for what atul said just now one of the life groups and that life group was not big it were only three women and that too not from the so called spirit filled tongue talking church they were from a nominal church but they stood with her and she she opened her heart to them and she said do you know if you think my husband is so big no he is not big he is a fool <laughs> i mean to say she exposed and she told everything to the three or four women and they persisted they interceded she gave their she gave her life to the lord in that meeting wow. she got saved and the moment she got saved the way she started behaving with me completely shook me in fact i was so afraid of her because she was so humble and and she was like forgiving everything now what i was doing earlier all those things were problem for her now she was like literally forgiving me and that that created a big scare in my heart in the meantime she got baptized and 6 7 months later lo and behold the lord took hold of me one day i was driving out of my my home going to my office i took the same road for almost like last 10 years my office was about 10 kilometers but that day i was so frustrated in my life i said i really need to change my life but i didn't know how i was in debt i was thinking that i can call people to pay money and i'll get out of it but nothing was working that day i decided maybe i'll take a physical different route just because i was so head, so fed up i took a different route that day to go to my office and after some time on the road i realized that i tried everything in my life everything what was possible nothing was working i had not tried jesus i had never prayed with my heart i said lord i do not know whether you exist or not i don't even know i just heard from all my pastor who are about like 25 pastors in my family <laughs> i just heard about you i don't even know whether you exist but if you exist here i am i am dead i have nothing i need your help i need your help to get over my life and you know what happened i was in my car driving i heard a voice and the voice said ravi i cannot help you for a moment i thought i thought i heard a voice from from heaven but how come i cannot help you that's that's the that's the voice that's the sound 
And for a moment I thought, I heard something else. But then I realized, later on the second voice came in. We said, I cannot help you, but I can give you a new life. And I realized for a moment, all that sinful life, all that I was enjoying, my pride, my, all that, what you call, trinklets and toys of the, de- de- of the evil, de- devil, I knew that this has to die. Because all that was man-made, me had made. God said, I can give you a new life. I started crying. I said, Lord, I have nothing. I have no energy. I have no money. I have nothing. Except one thing I have is my breath. You change my life today, I'll give you my breath. I'll walk where you tell me to walk. I'll go where you tell me to go. I want that new life. And in a very dramatic way, that day in my car, as I started weeping, I felt the presence of God come into that car. Something got lifted from me. Something came out of me. The darkness came out. And the person of Jesus and the Holy Spirit came in me. I can never forget that day. Hallelujah. I can never forget that day. And from that day, there's a person living in me till now. (laughs) Amen. He has never left me. And that person, the Holy Spirit of God, from that time onward, started using me. I have nothing. I'm not qualified to do anything in the ministry. But all that I do or all that happens is just because of him. Just because of him. So I lived in the, I was in the department for the next two, three years. I led many people to the Lord, the, the CPAs who used to come, I used to deal with their case and then tell them, listen, all that what you're doing is all going to die. I want to save you from the eternal hell. And many people I led to the Lord in that department. Amen. And later on, even my chief commissioners, even now they call sometime and they ask me to pray for them. That's the great thing which I have I've seen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And from that the journey started. This was in 2002. I was at the age of 37. At that time, then I went back to my children. I said, listen, children, I have lived a life which was completely wrong. I taught you to appreciate and accept my drinking and my smoking because that was so-called the government officer's life, but that is all wrong. I had to ask forgiveness to my wife, my pretty wife. She has not left me. She's still there. Amen. And she is a part of the greatest testimony. She has laid hand on me and caused healing in my body. I'll be, I will be talking to you about all that. But let me tell you, God is a good God. He has given you authority to reign in this life. Amen. So this morning, even as we just trust God, the Holy Spirit to come and give us and empower us. Nothing new is there. Everything is a revelation. The same Bible speaks to you every morning in a different way because there's a revelation in the spirit of God. And this morning I pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus, even as we open our ears and our heart to you, come on, raise your hands this morning. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Raise your hands. Can you stand up for a moment? Just honoring the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Come on, open your mouths. Open your mouths. Nothing happens unless you don't open. Oh, Lord, we trust you, Lord. We trust you, Lord. We trust you, Lord. You're stirring. You're stirring something new in this house. This house is a miracle house. And this morning, Lord, we are going to come to a place where, Lord, your equipping power is released in this house. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Come on, give glory to God. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Hallelujah. So welcome to the house of God. Amen. 
so we are not going to have any presentation we are going to have participation if you speak to me i have a accent which i cannot help but my heart is good okay so so even if you feel not comfortable to look at me you can close your eyes i understand people close their eyes and still hear so don't worry okay my accent is bit here and there in case you really don't understand please raise your hand i can pray for you okay <laughs> <laughs> okay, praise the Lord, okay? So welcome to the house of God. And you might wonder, what is this? I hope you know these trees, right? Coconut. Come on, man. This is... Did I? Oh, yes. Somebody, somebody is right. Palm trees. Can you say palm tree? Okay, I picked up this picture just to, just to bring something which, which I'm going to talk about. So welcome to the house of God. And I believe these palm trees are going to speak to us this morning. Amen? Hallelujah. I'm going to talk about the power of testimony. Your testimony. Your testimony. Many times we have just, what do you call, put our testimony behind and we think that we have to preach and we know everything is good. But many times we have not used our testimony. So this morning, I'm just going to open something which will bring equipping value, equipping power, equipping anointing to you for your testimony. Is that okay? Can you look at your neighbor and say, there's power in your testimony? Now you might think, I don't have a testimony, but by the end of this session, you will have a testimony. Amen? Amen? So there's a power in your testimony. Last week, I was watching the service online. These three things happened, and I just wanted to bring it so that we, we know where we are going. Uh, Sister Dorothy came, and she said, testimony and miracles will be the fuel for revival. How many of you believe this? God's method is you. There is nothing more powerful than you and your testimony. A prophet Greg Riley came and he gave a testimony. Remember about a girl whom he met 23 years ago? Last Sunday, do you remember that? Yes. Amen? That is power of testimony. Amen. Pastor Nikki is in India and he was talking about collateral blessings which come when you become part of somebody. Somebody is blessed and just because you are around him, you receive the blessing. Hallelujah. It's a power of testimony. Amen. So I'm just going to talk about that. Can you declare this morning? My testimony. Come on. My testimony has power, power. And brings blessings to many. Do you believe this? Yes. You may think you have got a testimony which is not worthwhile. Let me tell you. God only wants that which you think is worthwhile. Not worthwhile. That he can put some anointing on that and make it worthwhile for the world. So that you will stand and say, it is not my testimony. It is God's power that brings blessing to many. Hallelujah. Are you excited this morning? Amen. Amen. Pastor Satish's testimony, you all know. You all know. One particular message Pastor Satish preached all over the world. That was about the palm trees. He went all over the world and taught about palm trees. Amen. Psalm 92 verse 12 and 13. This is what his message was. The righteous, come on read it. The righteous will flourish like a palm tree. And they will grow like a cedar of Lebanon planted in the house of the Lord. They will flourish in the courts of our God. That's why I brought this picture. That each one of us, we are planted in this house. There's a power of testimony in this house. And it's going to flow through your lives. Amen. Pastor Satish, he wrote this book. 
I, I just got a Hindi version of that because this is written in many languages. And his book writes about his testimony. He got saved when he was about to commit suicide, right? And this book and this message has become a world famous message. Wherever Pastor Satish went, they knew the message about the palm tree. And they knew his testimony. Amen? I was thinking, he has preached such a lot of message on palm tree, but I never saw a palm tree around him. I never saw a palm tree. But lo and behold, something happened recently. I think last year, if you have been to his house, last year, one company came, they set up their office behind his house, and that company planted more than 50 palm trees around his driveway. Now I'm, I'm told that this is, just a minute, this, I'm told that this is like three, four hundred dollars each. The man preached the message by faith. He went on to go to home, but the testimony has come to life. His driveway has got more than 50 palm trees planted by somebody, paid by somebody, looked after by somebody, but is giving glory to God that this man preached and God flourished. Amen? That's the driveway right now. If you can see the driveway, that's the driveway. Oh, there's no music. Somebody I just picked up from the Facebook. Thank you so much. Amen? Can you see that beautiful palm trees? Oh, that music is good. Okay. I'm just talking to you about the power of testimony. Even if you go ahead to heavens, God will take that seed, multiply it, and become a testimony for the world. Amen? Amen. 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 Do you want to flourish? What is the key? Share your testimony. <laughs> you want to flourish? Share your testimony. There's power in your testimony. Amen? We are commanded to share our testimony of what God has done for us. You might think it's personal. It is only with me. No. God says what I have done secretly. Hallelujah. <laughs> you publicly open it out and I'll bless you. I'll bless you. Amen? He has commanded. Look at these two verses. Psalm 52 verse 8 and 9. Can we read it together? But... Amen? This is what I have added, okay? To give praise before faithful people is nothing but giving a testimony. This morning I prayed for somebody, I'm waiting for a testimony. Sister Libby, I prayed, we prayed for somebody this morning. Are you there with me? Sister Libby, right? Your name is? Jerry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Anyway, anyway, so we are waiting for a testimony. Every time you speak and praise God, there is a testimony. And God says that if you are to flourish, give praise to to God about what God has done in your life. Amen? One more verse, 78 verse 4 and 7. Psalm 78 verse 4 and 7. It says, We will not hide from them, from our descendants. What? The wonders and the power what God has done and established the law in Israel which he has commanded our ancestors to teach their children. How are you going to teach your children? My children know my testimony. I encourage them to speak about their testimony. It is not, it's, a, it's not only a good thing, it's a God thing. 
God gets glory every time when you share your testimony. So he says, loudly, everyone can read this. So, the next generation would know them, even the children yet to be born. Yet to be born. And they in turn would tell their children, then they would put their trust in God. We think why the generation is going away from God? Because parents are not sharing their testimony. You think testimony has to be dramatic? No. Testimony is only a place where your testing became a message. You were put in a small testing and God came through and you became a message. Amen? So share your testimony. This is, this is commanded by the Lord. If you look at today's situation, it looks like end times, okay? You know that, right? You go on the YouTube and you find everyone is talking about the end time. Look at the situation right now. Spiritually, you know it very well. I believe people have lost understanding of the gender, especially in this nation and of course now also in our nations. I don't know. I was talking to my wife and she said, how come it is so messed up? I said, because people do not look physically. <laughs> Hello? Sorry for that comment. Meaning it is simple. God has given you eyes to see. You don't have a confusion. <laughs> anyway, spiritually we are, we are losing out. Geographically, you know what's happening. The famines and the earthquakes taking place. Economically, now you know the big banks are almost like shredded. They have gone. Everything is getting and showing you and me that this time is not the time of just having a great joy and, and just having cheerful time. It is a time when we are waiting on the Lord to come. It's very near. Amen? Physically, of course, you know things are happening. Hebrew chapter 1 verse 2 says, In the last days, it does not say when the last day will come. In the last day, God sent his son. In fact, 2,000 years ago, the last days started and we are in the last of the last days. So if there's one question, what we should do in these times, Lord, what should we do in these times? Should we praise you? Should we have prayer meetings? Do I need to go, go, go to conferences? The answer is very simple. What is our work in the end times? Only one work. Luke chapter 12, verse 42 to 48 gives you a parable of a good manager. He says the Lord has gone, the master has gone, and he has given the manager some work. Are you there with me this morning? He has given the manager some work, and he is expected to take good care of the people whom he has given to look after. In fact, in one line it is like this. The manager has to be a good testimony of his good God or his good master. Hallelujah. How many of you know that we are managers of God's business? We have to be a good report. Amen. Matthew chapter 24 verse 14 says, In the end times, and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations. You are looking for, pre- sorry, we are looking for messages to preach. You are the message. You are the message. There is no powerful message than you and me. Everything else is knowledge. Life begets life. Spirit begets spirit. What God has done in your life is the message. The end time message. Gospel will be preached as a testimony. From this day onwards, as you go out, remember this, the gospel is nothing but you. When I got saved, I always tell, 
revival came to my city. When I got saved, I know very well, after, after I started ministering, about 30 to 40 churches got planted in the city. I didn't plant those churches, but what I did, what God used me to do, about 30 to 40 people came to the, to the Lord who started full-time ministries. Satish uncle, Pastor Satish, one man saved from the track of, of when he was about to die. He raised about 1,000 people in the ministry. His own testimony is the biggest power. Amen? Finally, Acts chapter 1 verse 8. This is for us. This is for us. He said, do not move, do not go. Wait till the time I give you power from heaven. I'll send you the Holy Spirit. You will have power for what? For what? To go and be a witness. Go and be a testimony. Without that, you will not be able to win anyone. And the, the power comes because you have a testimony. We feel powerless because we don't share our testimony. This morning, can I see some hands being raised and saying, Lord, I am going to share my testimony. I am going to share my testimony, Lord. From this time onwards, because I know the moment I open my mouth, power is going to flow. Amen? Hallelujah. Okay, look up to you. This, I just put it because I know generally in the world people have five fingers. I don't know about you. Okay. Generally, I think there are five fingers. Everyone has got five fingers. Except one in India has got six and he's a famous man. Okay. Very famous man. Okay. So look at, look at your fingers. Maybe look at your hand. You have not seen your hand for a long time. You know, in India, if you go, they'll see your hand and tell your future. But we know our future is in our own hand. Amen. Okay. Five types of testimony. I just, just wanted to put this picture so that you'll remember. Are you all doing okay? Five types of testimonies you have. And we are called to share. I just put five fingers so that we'll know one by one quickly, okay? Number one, can you put your finger like this? The thumb means who? The biggest. I am the boss. <laughs> your own testimony. First thing, if you have not yet written down your testimony, please write it down. If you are not mentioned anywhere, keep going, write it down on your, on your Bible that this is my testimony. The first thing God wants Look at this John chapter 5 verse 33, what Jesus said. Jesus said, you have sent to John and he, was, he has testified to the truth. Not that I accept human testimony, but I mention it that you may be saved. He is telling, you sent, a per, you sent people to John and John gave a testimony. That testimony is going to save you. What does it mean? Your testimony has got power to save people. Amen. The message is nothing but your testimony. Hallelujah. Pastor Satish, you know, he taught everyone. He said, be ready with your one minute testimony. Right? He used to say, if somebody asks you, what is your testimony? You must be able to give a testimony in one minute. And you know his testimony. He always used to say, Psalm 34, 6. This poor man called and the Lord heard and he saved him out of his trouble. He said, if somebody asks you, about your testimony, you should have a testimony at least to speak in one word. If you ask my people, my church, my family, what is my testimony? They will tell you. They'll tell you. My testimony is very simple. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. First, seek his kingdom and righteousness. And all these things, all these things 
will be added unto you. Very simple. Preaching is something else, but life testimony. Make a point today. You are not going to leave this place asking the Holy Spirit, give me my life testimony. Give me that one scripture which I can open my mouth and say, all that I am sums up in this particular scripture. I know you have got many, but take one thing and say, okay, I'm ready with a one minute testimony. Number two, this is dangerous. Testimony about you. How do people tell who you are? Can you look up to your neighbor? At least a neighbor whom you don't know maybe. <laughs> look up to your neighbor and ask him what Jesus asked. Peter! You ask that name. Choshaya. What do people tell about me? <laughs> Come on, you don't, you're, walk, you're looking at me. Don't, don't look at me. Look at your neighbor. And he's going to tell you something. <laughs> Try to ask your wife. That is the best thing. <laughs> Jesus the Lord quizzed the people and said, What do people, hello? What do people think about me? It's important because what they speak about you is your testimony. Pastor Satish brought many people into the ministry, full-time ministry. And there used to be always, you know, issues sometimes people didn't understand. He used to speak to me also many times and he said, okay, Ravi, what do people call you? I used to say, Uncle, I don't know. No, no, what they call you? I think, I, what they call you? What they call you? He used to persist. Then one day I had to tell him, Uncle, they call me pastor. He said, that is what you are. I was not a pastor. I'd never, I came from a government office. I, I came from a different career. But he said, if people call you, that is what you are. There are many pastors here. Because you don't just accept your call. There are many evangelists here, but you're not accepting your call. People are calling you that. That is what you are. Amen? Are you all okay this morning? Second yes. Corinthians chapter 3, verse 3. Paul says, listen, when we have sent you out, there is no other message. You are the living letter. People read you. I think in, 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 in the US, they, they call it what? People read my mail? Yeah, they read your mail. They read you. What comes out of you? What does it speak? Your testimony about, about yourself by the people. Number three. Very important. You are asked to share testimony about God. There is a power which gets released. First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 1 to 4. Paul, the most intelligent man. The man who could come on any scene and talk to us anything. He says when I come to you. When I come to you, oh sorry, he says, when I come to you, brothers and sisters, I came to you not with the eloquence of human wisdom and knowledge, when I shared with you the testimony of about God, but I was trembling, I was fearful because it is not about me, it is about the power of God that comes out through me. And therefore he said, I wanted you not to believe on my Antics. But your faith must be upon the power of God. Each one of us. Each one of us. This morning the Lord is challenging you. When is the last time you shared the testimony about God? To your colleagues? To your clients? Who God is? This is what he says. This power of miracles. 
when you share the testimony about God. Number four, this is the end time thing for us. Luke chapter 21 verse 13 to 15 says, Jesus said, listen, time is coming when they are going to haul you up. They are going to put you in places. They are are going to make you stand before governors and people will intimidate you. And he says, listen, you need to share about me. You know why I put the five fingers? Now you'll get it. Number one, first is your testimony. Can Can you raise your thumb like this? They say if your thumb bends like this, you can listen to your wife. Oh, you, you listen to your wife. Not, not that you can, but you listen to your wife. Okay. Number one, thumb, okay? Your testimony. Point the finger. What do people say about me? Number three, the tallest finger. Testimony about God. And number four is the covenant finger. You are in covenant with Jesus. He said, listen, when you stand before people, I promise you, I'll put the words in your mouth. I will not fail you. He has not failed us. Why will he fail me now when I stand to give a testimony about Jesus? We want power to flow. It will only flow when you open your mouth with a testimony. Amen? And number five. This is the last finger. But it's a very important finger. Testimony establishes matter in your life. Testimony will establish matter in your life. Bible says, when two of you agree, I shall do it in heavens. When two of you bind something on the earth, I'll bind it in heaven. When you agree with your wife, now that's a big thing, okay? But when you hear God that she's speaking the right thing, better agree. Most of things don't get established because we don't agree. Many times we don't agree with what God is speaking to us in our spirit. Our mind is doing something else. The first agreement comes when you agree to the testimony what your spirit is getting from the Holy Spirit. This morning if you are waiting for something to move in your life, maybe the Lord is just talking to you right now. He is speaking to you. He has spoken to you through many things. If you are vigilant and you are, you, are, you, are, you are sensitive, he has been speaking to you about certain thing in your spirit. You are just not agreeing to it. Let me tell you, I agree right now. The Bible says there is power in agreement. Amen? Amen? So that's, that's the five things. You might say, okay, what is the result of my testimony? You will say, why do I need to share testimony? I just quickly want to bring three P's. You know, they call it the marketing P's. You know that? Philip Kotler wrote a book. And he he gave about three P's about marketing. Price, placement, and the product. So three powers or three things about your testimony. Number one, power of God is released. Hallelujah. Power of God is released when you share your testimony. You are a witness. God wants to release power through you when you are ready to share. Why must you share your testimony? Because power is released. Number two, purpose is established. Hallelujah. Purpose is established for your authority. He establishes your authority. Your testimony gives you authority to release the anointing to bring salvation and blessing to many. Hallelujah. There's a purpose of God. You might say, how how do I go into uh, into the marketplace? What do I preach? Don't preach anything. Share your testimony. How many of getting, how many of you are getting energized that you're going to do something this week? Amen. Your testimony gives you authority. 
Revelation chapter 12 verse 11 says, they did not overcome by just sleeping and praying and saying, Lord save us. No. They overcome, overcame by what? The blood of the lamb and the testimony of their mouth. Word of their testimony. They had to release that word to overcome. The authority flows when you speak. What a better thing to speak your testimony. Amen. Number three. The, the third, third P, your testimony will bring a prophetic fulfillment. David had a testimony, right? Good and bad both. <laughs> but a good testimony. He had a testimony that he killed the bear. He had a testimony that he killed the lion. And therefore he knew his prophetic future was to overcome the devil. Hello? If you are looking at small devils still in your life and there is a problem, let me tell you, start recollecting your testimony. Once you recollect your testimony, you will start getting engaging into a power for your prophetic future. The bear, the lion, were nothing but a testimony of how God came through for him. You know, Pastor Satish always teach this. People have great needs. They want big cars, big homes. And he used to ask them, did you get your socks by faith? In a, in a, in a, in a very graphic way, sometimes he used to ask you, First get your socks and underwears by faith. Then pray for your pants. Then pray for your shoes. Then pray for your bike. Then pray for your scooter. Then pray for your car. <laughs> he says you didn't get your socks by faith till now. And you are praying for a big house. Not that God doesn't want to give. But you don't have a testimony which is a power of God. You have not a glorified God that I received my socks by prayer. <laughs> Hallelujah. Man, God has done great things in your life. The biggest great thing is that you are in the United States of America, a free nation. I am enjoying the freedom. Only the lanes are a problem to me. I keep going on the lane and she has to shout, No, take this, take that, stay here. Sometimes she shouts at me, my wife, and says, You are drifting to the right. I said, Preeti, we come from India, we can drift anywhere. And we can still manage. She said, No, stay in the lane. That's the only thing which is restricting me. Rest, I'm enjoying this nation. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Your prophetic future. Revelation 19.10, the King James Version says, And I fell at his feet to worship him. And he said unto me, See thou do not do it. I am, the fellow, I am thy fellow servant and thy brethren that have the testimony. Of Jesus. And he says, For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Every time you testify, God will do something. Because that's his promise, not my promise. Can you, can you read this? God has done once for someone, he will do it again for all those who believe. If God has done something in my life, and if I start sharing, I know for sure. God will do in your life. Yeah. Hallelujah. And therefore I always say, Hallelujah. If God has saved me at the age of 37, all those below 37, you still have great hope. Your children, your uncles, or whatever, they have great hope. Amen. Your salvation is the greatest event to witness. Greatest event is your salvation. That's the greatest miracle. Start giving testimony. It may look very foolish, but do it. Because there is a power which will be released into it. Amen. 
women with a blood issue you remember mark chapter 5 she came hiding she came through that crowd she touched jesus and the virtue of healing was flowing and she got healed what did jesus do jesus put her on spot he said who touched me disciples saying jesus are you okay 5000 people are crying you you are asking who touched me he said no i knew somebody has got a testimony hallelujah he said i knew somebody's got a testimony in this house he said jesus you are mad don't he said no i know somebody is ready for a testimony and that woman stood up and gave a testimony it was most botched and graphic testimony that could ever be heard but the bible says he said women by your faith you have been healed and now you are made whole go you are made whole your testimony will always bring power in your life to make you whole second testimony again about the women the samaritan woman you remember how crafty she was anyway this is my version okay she was trying to dodge all the questions which jesus was, was throwing at her but jesus fixed her at the right right point and you know what happened when she got saved the whole village got saved because what you know i like this word oh sorry i like this word john chapter 4 verse 39 it says clearly by the testimony of that woman many believed in that village hallelujah it's not preaching of the gospel it's just the testimony many of the samaritans from that town believed in him because of what the woman's testimony and what was the testimony very simple whatever i did i don't want to tell you but god knows <laughs> you know i was with atul yesterday and his wife they were in india when i was not saved i don't know why they are reminding me of my old life <laughs> so atul was asking me all weird questions i said atul my wife is there i have given her some explanation about my old life then rita said something she said i am keeping my mouth shut <laughs> Thank you Rita for doing that. <laughs> Your testimony has got power. Amen. This morning I want to share a few testimonies. Is that okay? Yes. Just to energize this place that what God can do. Is that okay? Yes. I'll just give you some testimonies and then we'll close and ask the Lord that each one of us will become the living letter of God. People will not read your mail but people will be saved. Amen. So a couple of testimonies I just want to give quickly. This is a lady, I've got her permission, that's why I'm sharing. This is from Charlotte. I was in a, in a place uh, where I was not supposed to be there. I was just invited to be there because I was in the town. And they called me for this prayer meeting. Somebody else was preaching. I was one of the persons sitting there. But towards the end, somebody asked me to pray for this lady. I didn't know this lady at all. I never met her. But when I started praying, something happened. I just want to... to hear that testimony it's like one and a half two minutes can you just play it please the CT scan of my uh, sinuses and my ears and to rule out any serious issues so they did all that they ended up doing also doing an MRI and um, i had no nothing that showed up that there was any anything that could pinpoint that was a problem so uh, they ended up sending me to a neurologist to have my brain checked to see if there was any problem there. I uh, went through the same thing. All of this was taking months to do all these appointments and, and everything, because this was all, they couldn't find anything wrong with me. 
And um, after having all of those tests and all this, it kept getting worse. I kept getting dizzier. Well, dizzy was is more of a balance problem. I just was having all these balance issues. And um, after going through all that, you ended up, they sent me to a dentist, to um, physical therapy, to an eye doctor, to, you know, my regular doctor, to a neurologist. I, I, I can't wow. even count all the doctors that I saw, uh, but they couldn't find anything wrong. They said I was just as healthy as I could be, but, you know, <laughs> something was causing this problem. So um, anyway, I, you know, they just kind of not gave up on me, but they told me they didn't know exactly what else to do for me. So I was frustrated and, you know, it was really bothering me a lot. It was interfering with my life. I prayed a lot about this problem and asked God to please lead me to the right place. So Ravi prayed for me. It was a powerful prayer. And he said something, I can't remember the exact words, but he said, God is combing the hairs. And the reason that meant so much to me is because I had done a lot of reading about balance problems and one of the things that I read was that there are these tiny little hairs that are deep within your ears that if anything you know interferes with them that it can cause severe balance problems and in that instant when he prayed God showed me he said the hairs in your ears are tangled in like knots and I knew that, that that prayer was for me specifically, that, you know, God was combing the hair straight. That's what he said. God was combing the hair straight. And I, I was just amazed. I, you know, I just thought, you know, I'm healed. I mean, I knew instantly that that, that was healing. And the, the really... It- Amen. I was not supposed to. It's not about me. It's about what God can do. I was... Praise the Lord. All glory goes to God. As I was praying, God showed me, the Holy Spirit just showed me some big comb. Now, I don't have hair. Why God has to show me? So it was not for me, definitely. Unless I envy you, sir, so much. Okay. So, so I, I said, Lord, why? And he said, you speak it out. So I spoke out. I said, there's a long, big comb. And then the Lord showed me big hair. So I said, somebody's like combing the hair. I didn't know this woman was looking for an answer. She had given up on everything what medical science could do. And that day she got healed. Amen. As I came, amen. As I came from, now, from, from Charlotte, I went to Charleston. I was in a, I was in a store. And uh, we just picked up some grocery and we were coming out. And I started talking to the one who was on the register. That lady. And she said, are you from India? I said, of course. <laughs> from India. She said, I love curries. We started talking about the curries. And I, she said, what do you do? I said, I'm a pastor here and become to minister of the gospel. And she said, oh good, I'm also a believer. So we said, okay, can we talk to you? So she put the register, stopped the register, and she said, I'll take a break and come. We started sharing with her something what just happened. She started weeping. She said, can you pray for me? I said, yeah, sure. So we started praying for her, and I prayed for her. And she, you know what she told me? I was going through a vertigo problem for last so many days. I didn't have answer. And God just used that testimony of candy to heal this lady. I'm just trying to encourage you. What God can do is marvelous. Amen? One more testimony. There were two sisters, three sisters in Nepal. This lady was barren. This lady was barren for 22 years. Oh, sorry. This lady, Krishnavati, was barren for 22 years. Her her sister, who is in our church, 
told her about the power of God because that's, that girl had, we prayed for this girl and she was healed. So she told her sister who is barren for 22 years. I had never seen this girl till now, this lady. We were on phone. There, was, there is no good network in Nepal, but somehow we managed. She didn't understand my language. I told her, just do one thing. Lay your hands on your stomach. And I'm going to pray. I didn't know. 22 years, there was no fruit. I didn't know. I just prayed and I told her after praying, I believe God is going to do it because I have a testimony. I was doing a seminar in India and two couples came and I prayed for them and God gave both the couples two boys. So I told her in my language, lay your hands and receive it. Go back and tell your husband, (laughs) that's important, (laughs) that I have received a word. After 22 years, this lady got this son. Amen. And they have named him Abhishek. Abhishek means anointing. Listening to that sister's testimony in the village. Her other sister, younger sister was barren for 14 years. She came to Nasik to meet us. We prayed for her. After 14 years she got this child, this girl called Arpita. And now last year they got this son. Arpita now, this girl now prays for people. I am just challenging you this morning. Amen. Amen. One more testimony, quick testimony. This boy, when he came to the church, of course you don't have children here. In India we have children also in the church. This boy used to come and walk in the church as if he's walking in a garden. He had no clue. He used to just go around. First Sunday was okay. Second Sunday I got mad. Sorry, pastors can get mad, okay? Especially when they were mad in their previous life. Okay. So I got so mad because it was disturbing me. So I, when he was moving around, I spoke to him. I said, stop. And I spoke to him. The whole church was like stunned. Especially his mother and grandmother. I spoke to him and I called out. I said, every spirit of rebellion in you, I cast out right now in Jesus' name. You are now the child of God. And I spoke all that I know on him. I told the church, come on, raise your hands and get this child. That this, I just believed because I had prayed for many children before. And I knew God works. Next Sunday, I was on tenter hooks. I knew that this girl is not going to come. But she came. I was saying, oh Lord, thank you. I went and met her. How are you doing? She said, okay. I said, listen, how is the son doing? He said, okay. I told her, listen, we have spoken a word. You lay hands and keep speaking. He was a very rebellious child. Very rebellious. He had complaints from the school and everything. Anyway, to cut the story short, within three weeks, this boy turned around completely. Last year, he won a competition in singing the gospel songs. Amen. Hallelujah. There's a power in testimony. Why I'm sharing you with this? Today, I do not know where you are in your life. What's the area where you are looking for God's intervention? Maybe it's a medical area. Something where the doctors have given up. Maybe it's a barrenness of your finances, of your relationship. I don't know. Maybe it's just a rebellion in the family. Rebellion in somewhere. I'm just telling you. God's power is here right now. Amen? Amen? And finally, now this is my testimony. How many of you have seen kidney stones? I'm a living testimony, okay? I'm a living, that's why I got this, got this picture. I was suffering with kidney stones, I did not know. There was intense pain in my abdomen, backside, and, and I, was, I was in my house, I told Preeti, you know, you get healing when your wife prays for you. In fact, healing will never come otherwise most of the times unless you ask your wife. Listen, I'm a great preacher. 
<laughs> when i pray tumors go but my thing you have to pray and very simple she said okay in the name of jesus this pain is gone and she went downstairs we have a house where we are upstairs within an hour's time now this is a very graphic thing okay but you must know because there is a picture here within an hour's time i went to the restroom and you will not believe i have got this stone in india okay <laughs> i've kept it i'm telling you i'm i'm telling you people laugh because 2 mm 3 mm 4 mm people say this is what is almost like 10 12 mm i kept it on my laptop it is like this listen i'm talking to your testimony no stone is big before god and it can come out so she prayed for me within one hour when i went to the doctor he said are you crazy did you get it from somewhere i said no i produced it <laughs> he said he sent me for a usg sonography and when i went there the doctor said are you okay i said yes he said one of the whatever urethra whatever he says something happened i said yes he said this it's very abnormal to see this sonography like this i said what happened he said it's it's too big i said yes because it had this big stone coming out let me tell too big right tell let me tell you there's nothing big for god yes. amen amen do not be ashamed do not be ashamed to share your testimony i just did my job by sharing a testimony i want to close this time by just giving this example you know that in the bible it says that woman with that alabaster jar i shared that yesterday in the charleston church she had that anointed perfume brothers and sisters you are anointed you are the vessel she had it it was precious she had built it up over years hello by your prayers by your giving your tithes and your offerings and your being good you have built up that anointing she had built up that alabaster jar with that perfume but it was still useless till the time it was poured out it was poured out at the feet of the lord and the bible says the room was full with the fragrance of god fragrance of that anointing your life will bring fragrance to others life your life will bring will fragrance to your own home the moment you start sharing your testimony your financial testimony let your children know how you got established in life that woman dared to enter that room it was very uncomfortable it was very uncomfortable there were men sitting there there were pharisees sitting there there were people it was very uncomfortable but she took that alabaster jar it looked weird it was not politically correct it was not in culturally relevant it was something which no one had done hello good morning but she picked it up she walked there there was an intimidating atmosphere hallelujah nothing was in her favor but she took it and very silently came to the lord's feet <laughs> started weeping and broke that alabaster jar and said lord here is that anointing here is what you have done for me i pour it out and the bible says the fragrance filled the room and jesus made a mention and he said this testimony will be shared with the gospel <laughs> till that time gospel is shared this testimony will be shared 
That's our Lord talking to that lady and telling us, your testimony is valuable. Your testimony is valuable. Do not keep it holding in that alabaster jar. This morning I just appeal to you, if you want your life to be used by the Lord, if your life to be used by the Lord, whatever that small testimony, you don't need a big message, you just need to share your testimony. Don't let this time go away. Let us stand to our feet this morning. Don't let this time go away. Don't let this time go away. If you want to say, Lord, here I am. My first testimony is I take the first step. Come on, leave your places. Leave your places. I I just want to say, just leave your place. Take that step of faith. Take one step. If you want to come to the altar, just come. Just come. I'm just going to close this time in praying and saying that, Lord, you help us that we can become living letters to the Lord. Come on. All those who are ready. All those who are ready, say, Lord, come on, come on, come to this place. All those who are ready to say, Lord, use me. Use me. Come on, use me. Yes. Come on, let this time not go away. Use me. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. All that you have, all that you have done for so many years, all that is in you this morning, the Lord says, I'm going to use it. Hallelujah. Come on, let this time not go away. Shalabari, baba, baba, baba. This is a time of victory. This is a time of God releasing an authority. God saying that if I can do for this man, for this woman, I can do it for you. If nothing is happening around you, maybe, maybe you have not yet shared your testimony. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, just walk out of that place. The anointing of the Lord is present. Oh, Rabbi Shanda, Rabbi, Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. That woman... Had an intimidating atmosphere in that house. It was not easy. But she walked. (laughs) She walked. She broke. That woman who was bleeding was not very comfortable to reach out to the garments. But she broke out. The Samaritan woman had tremendous issues with life. It was not easy if she's getting exposed. But that exposure was the gospel. Even all those people who are online. I just speak. Right now wherever you are. Those who are online. Wherever you are. Maybe the Lord is calling you and telling you, till now you have not used your talent and skill or your gifting to share about you. Maybe you are the person right now. Maybe you are the person. Maybe God is calling you to make a reel. Maybe God is calling you to make a Facebook post. Maybe God is calling you to just send an email. Your testimony is going to be the power. Hallelujah. Come on, lift up your hands. Open your mouth this morning. Oh, Come on, say, Lord, my testimony is the power of God. My testimony is the power of God. Hallelujah.